Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Welcome, boys and girls. Email time. Uh, this is from Gina Madison. Oh, fucking woman. Yeah, that's two. That's two. <laughs> oh, my God. We got some bitches. Here we go. Some who is. Uh, we love you. Good morning, Mrs. Spears and Mrs. Steinberg. I absolutely love the podcast. I first heard about it when you were a guest on the D.L. Hewley show. I've been wanting to email you for quite some time, but wanted to read the whole book first. Ah, do you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers be reading the pages and want to judge the book. Read the whole goddamn book. Uh, I love the chemistry between you and Mr. Steinberg and the fact that you're not shy about discussing challenging topics and are raw in your speech. I know that it may be a little abrasive for some women. Fucking who is? Uh, But I love the feeling of being a fly on the wall. Fucking fly. Um... (laughs) In the men's locker room. I wish, it have, I wish I would have kept a list of the things I wanted to comment on while I was bringing, all, bringing on all the past podcasts. While I was binging, I'm sorry. But the two that are fresh in my mind are, one, Count Chocula, my favorite cereal. a girl. I'm not sure if they do this on the West Coast, but here in Milwaukee, General Mills releases Count Chocula. Holy shit, I did not know that. And the other monster cereals. For a limited time at Halloween. Booberry. <clears throat> um, Gina, I'm going to give you uh, my email, uh, uh, and then I'm going to probably shoot you my number, because I want you to mail me one of each fucking box, sweetie. That would be love. And then in return, I will uh, mail you some lingerie. Uh, cereals for a limited time at Halloween. I stock up. Two, guys' movies. I love Rocky. The only one I haven't seen is Creed 2. I just had a baby last summer, and when it was released, she was just a few months old. I wasn't about to risk ruining another person's movie experience by taking her to the theater. Good girl. High regard for that. And I'm breastfeeding, so being away, ooh, so being away <laughs> from her for that length of time would have gotten rather uncomfortable for me. But as soon as it comes on HBO, Star, Showtime, or wherever, I'm watching it. 
It's I'm, I I uncomfortable for me. I uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for. Oh shit, my bad. Uh, I'm watching it. I also love Goodfellas, Casino, The Godfather trilogy. One being my favorite. Scarface, Pulp Fiction, etc. I'm cool with chick flicks, but really enjoy the grittiness of a good man's movie. Personally, I don't understand how anyone could dislike them. I dated a guy who wasn't into them, and it made my imaginary balls itch. Ha! Your suggestion to the ladies about a Rocky Marathon was right on point. You see, this is how you got pregnant. Love you. I don't always agree with the positions the two of you may take. Oh, you're being a woman. But that's all part of what I love so much about the podcast. I'm glad to see Mr. Steinberg is finally starting to come out of his shell. Ding! (laughs) I listen while I'm at work, and it helps me get through my day without going all Joe Pesci and stabbing someone in the neck with a pencil, Mr. Spears. You are freaking hilarious. I suggest your podcast to the people all the time, so hopefully more people are tuning in. Eagerly waiting the next episode, Gina Madison. Thank you, baby! You want to say thank you to Gina? Yeah, thank you. And I agree with you. And Rock, and uh, the Godfather 1 was the best. Michael, now they will fear you. Maybe they should fear you. Hoo-ah. Temper like his father. Um, G- G- Is this Jose? Oh, yeah. Jose Gutierrez. Aries, been following you since Mad TV. It's probably Gutierrez, by the way. Well, look at the half of you coming out, you spick. Uh... Been following you since the Mad TV days as a kid, and I love your comedy. As you already know, you're crazy talented. I'll try to keep it short. As a mixed-race Latino male, I feel that we are unrepresented, underrepresented, uh, underrepresented during conversations of race and culture. Being mixed is a completely different view on the world, and many of us struggle to find our identity as kids. Today, I'm good, but this was a real difficult thing for me as a kid. I was wondering if you guys ever have a mixed race Latino who can give some insight into this world and know based on what he says, Andy is white. He doesn't get the Latino experience. No offense. Today I'm a child welfare specialist in Chicago and I'm doing okay, but I've got some wild racist stories I can share with my own people. Anyway, I hope you get to read this much love and peace to you both, both Jose Rares. Yeah, you want me to comment on that? Yeah, I'm hey, nigga, the floor is all yours. Dude, um, no, I grew up in a Mexican household, dude. I, and I understand what you're saying, but it is much easier to navigate this country as a white dude than it is as a Mexican dude. So when you say I don't get it, doesn't mean I didn't live it. It just means I work from this position. It's, it's much easier. Uh, and that may sound fucked up to some people, but I don't know why people always want to take the hardest path in life. Also, growing up in a Hispanic household, I did notice the lack of energy and motivation behind a lot of Hispanics uh, to separate themselves from uh, white America. And when I say that, I mean they recognize themselves as being Latino. They recognize themselves as not being white. But, but they are. They're, but they're both. You're but, saying. But they, they would rather work white. They would rather do things that are white-ish. Now, why do you think that? Because it's easier. Okay. But do you think that that means that they're ashamed of their... their... No, I'm not... There's, there's nothing... To, I don't think it's anything about shame. I, I really don't think it's about shame. I think it's about aggression. And as I got older, I was able to see things a little bit different and that I didn't understand when I was younger. But if you see boulders are being dropped on people on the right, then you move to the left. 
and I don't mean that in a political sense. I just I mean if, if you see black people are being abused and it's hard in a, in a black situation, why wouldn't you not? And, and if you had the ability to flex and move over to a white situation, why, why would you continue to take the punishment? Now, there's areas, and I, like I did, I grew up in Arizona, which is a little different than growing up in L.A. where a, a huge Hispanic neighborhood is treated shitty too. Uh, it's just, I see Hispanics, especially in where I grew up, they left the west side of town, they moved to the east side of town, and they became, the only way I can say it is just like a regular person living a regular white life. Okay. I know you were worried about the regular part. Yeah. But I meant like regular white life. on a mine. No, regular white life. Because that's, listen, <sighs> Culturally, but even when you say that, that sounds like, you know... Culturally, we'd like to represent ourselves, but we also want life to be easy. Yeah, I mean, we do, but, but when you say it the way you said it, it's almost like, look, yeah, black people have been having boulders dropped on them since forever. If there's a way to not have the boulder hit us at all, option number one. Clearly, option number two would be to navigate best as you could around the boulders. But I don't think an option should ever be stop being who you are. Or who you were born, or who you were born as, to to be to be easier. Like I get what you're saying. Whatever you can do to avoid it, avoid it. Whatever you can do to get around the danger, get around it. But when you say it's easier to be that than what you are to avoid the danger, it almost like it sounds like you're saying give up on who you really okay, are. Let, let's 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 look at it a different way then. And it's not about giving up on who you are because here's the first part. And and as you say. Adversity makes you. Yeah, it does. Struggle makes you. As painful as it is, unfair and fucked up, it makes you. It's what, it's what makes you rise above others. Okay, so, you know. But, here, but here's, here, here's the point that I guess that I could, I could ask you this way. Um, or put, put it this way. Um, let's say you're growing up in, in uh, well, let's just put it the way it was. I'm, I'm, you're from '80s. I'm from the '70s. Right. Okay. So culturally, I'm a little different. We just came back after. Uh, I, I grew up in a time that was right after uh, the Vietnam War. Right. So there's people returning. There, it was after wartime. Uh, a lot of Hispanics, a lot of blacks went overseas and didn't return. Um, so there, there's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you just. Didn't return? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. died, so... Well, I'm talking about them niggas on them cruise ships. Uh, we did not get a chance to return. return. We've yeah, been I here pray, uh, since 1776. Yeah. Go ahead. So My name is Tom Johnson. <laughs> but th- this is, the, this is the, the America, the people... Uh, everybody came back, and there's this... Uh, there's this weird, there's a weird vibe in the country anyway. And it was a patriotic time. It's 1976. We hit the 200 year of, uh, uh, of America being the bicentennial. The bicentennial. Yes. So yeah. here we are. And there was this great, and see, I felt this, like even as, even, even as with my mom, who it's funny if you, do you never met my mom though? Have you? Yes. Oh, you did. Okay. You twice. Did. Okay. Sorry. There's a big difference between me and her. Right. Like you see her and you know that she's Mexican, right? Right. Yeah. And you see but me. But see, but dude, I'm gonna be honest. We, even when you're saying what you're saying, I know you're Mexican and Jew, Jewish. But unless you tell me, I don't see 
anything about you, even in your behavior, that's messy. That's remotely Hispanic. No. Because I, when my mom got remarried and we moved away from our neighborhood, I just became, and this is where that word regular comes in. I, I didn't, and I say it on my joke, when you don't know who you are, and I didn't. I thought I was Italian. My, my stepfather was Italian. Well, not now. Not with that beard, nigga. Uh, but then, that's what I, you know, my stepfather's Italian. We did all this Italian stuff. We did do Mexican stuff, too. We went to these, uh, we went, I went to many Mexican weddings and all that stereotypical in the backyard. Right. I'm, I'm crank. I'm whatever age cranking the, the, the pump on, on the, on the draft beer. Right. This, this is all real. Yeah. But I, I didn't grow up in, in, in a neighborhood like that anymore. After I was uh, six or seven, I was, I was out of that neighborhood. We, our family went So back. you just don't identify with it much. It's not that – I just don't I, – I don't feel it. I don't have that same feeling. Like and you don't like, have a desire to want to or to, to, or to show more of you of that side or you just been too far removed? Um, because I don't really look Hispanic – um, when I would go back, well, there's some white folks in Africa that don't look African, but they African. African. But when I would go back to the neighborhood, I wasn't treated fairly or or kindly. A oh, lot of times. now we get into the meat. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh. I didn't speak Spanish anymore. I spoke Spanish as a little kid. I didn't speak Spanish as I got older. So you went where you was the party, where you where you was accepted. Yeah. Okay. And since that was, I can feel all the Mexicans right now. On typing, nigga, they getting you. Yeah, you should have came to my neighborhood. You would listen. Not, not listen, I'm you know a lot of motherfuckers don't know this about me, but I'm really part. I'm I'm part white. Uh, <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> but you can't see it until I'm fucking white, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I am part white at that moment. I'm half white, nigga. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but to, to, his, to his point, you're right. Maybe I, I, don't, I don't feel the same thing, that I, and I definitely don't feel the same way, but I, I had I had... Have you, you ever been with a Mexican woman? Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah. Okay. One of, the favorite, one of my favorite people in my whole... Like the girl that, when I was in college, that I wanted... That, 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 I, I want to do that line that Richard Dreyfuss does for Jaws. Did you see this scar right here? Right. Broke your heart. Yeah, broke my heart. heart, yeah. Right. Um... Incidentally, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast. I've been saying it on stage, and it's been getting a good laugh. I just got to figure out how to weave it into a joke. You have never had great sex until you've had an Hispanic woman ride your dick with a switchblade to your throat. Next email. Um, Dylan Douglas. Hey, Aries, I'm a big fan of you. Uh, Excuse me. Good damn. God damn it. That's that chicken sandwich. Uh, fan of you from watching Mad TV and the movie The Pest. I just started listening to the podcast, and my favorite episodes right now are the 80s and the Ice T episode. By the way, that Hill Street Blues theme song was used by Cameron. The song is called Harlem Streets. That's right. I do remember that now. Keep doing your thing. You're a legend, and don't you ever forget that. God damn it. I like this nigga. Um, James. No last name. Oh, this is one I was telling you about. Been loving all the Rocky episodes. Wanted to send you guys some badass tribute videos. I love to watch when I get stoned. This dude, Gorilla Pod Productions, does good work. And then he sends us one with Ali, one with Tyson, one with Tyson Part 2. Also, fellas, have you ever noticed during the, rock, during the montage in Rocky 2 that one of the kids... 
when Rocky's rounding the fountain falls and gets trampled to fucking death. Did you see it? I did not. Dude, it's and he right said it's there. at the 446 yeah. minute. You've seen it? Yeah, I, I, I put it on when I got you here. You gotta show it. me. Dude, uh, put it on right now. Okay, you bring it up okay. uh, as I read this. Yeah, okay. Because um, I looked at the motherfucker three times. I can't find it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you go. You keep reading. I'll, I'll find um, it. Anyway, uh, continue the great show. I find myself getting annoyed with Andy every now and then. Fuck because you. Sometimes, well, let the man <laughs> finish his statement. All because right. sometimes he wants to be pedantic. Pedantic. Have you ever heard that word? Yeah, let's look it up real quick. P-E-D. No, find the clip, and we'll look it up afterwards. Okay. P-E-D-A-N-T-I-C. What the fuck is I don't know, but I think anybody who uses the word pedantic is probably pedantic. <laughs> now we got to know what it means. <laughs> um, when you guys are getting serious about race. But all in all, he's a good dude. Now, you just called this nigga a faggot. No, I didn't call uh, him. I didn't say that. Pedantic might mean faggot. Oh, I don't think it does. All right. Um, you called him pedantic, and he just complimented you. No, he said, sometimes I am pedantic. I want to, we got to look. As it. a white dude, it's refreshing to actually hear both sides of the fucking argument for once on things that matter. And a society cannot work past until we confront Confront it like you guys do. And this nigga's from Arizona. Well, that's nice. And, we, you know, what I would like people to realize, and I think he said it in there but didn't say this, yeah. it's, it's not served up gently. We, we talk about it the way that... It, Man, listen, nigga, we serve this motherfucker with a side of thumbtacks for you to swallow. <laughs> we go hard in the paint, nigga. That's nigga, it. I'm looking out this hotel window right now. Look at this grape of a fat nigga right here. <laughs> Oh, he's getting in the car. This nigga is a short, stubby grape. Oh, my God. Did you watch the car go down? There's six? no way he gets pussy. How, how many inches did the car slide down when he got in? As, as, as many as his dick. Um, Why can't I find? What are you looking for, a pedantic or the, or the clip? The clip. Oh, that's right. It's right here. Okay. In the meantime, I'm, a, I'm so much faster when it, to this than you. The meaning of pedantic. Pedantic means... Of or like a pendant. Of or like a pendant. The fuck is a pendant? Oh, it goes back and forth. Oh, so you, yeah, you've heard that before. Yeah. You're wishy-washy. You go back and forth. No, dude, and and I said this before. I don't feel that I'm wishy-washy. I just don't have to sit on, I don't have to take it aside. I get to look at this, and I said this before. No one ever accepted me when I was growing up as a kid. Why do I have to take one side? Why can't I see both sides? Why can't I look at something from a... And, and, I, and the word I'm going to... So the people who you were trying to get to accept you was pedantic. No, they were one-sided. They didn't like me for whatever they... they, oh. they so that's how you became pedantic. I guess because, well, when I would hang out with white people, regular white people, they would saw me... Okay, let, let's, let, let's even take this a different step. My Did you gra- find the clip? No. Yeah, I found it, but oh. I, I got to put it up. My grandparents, my, my step-grandparents, saw me as a Mexican. Yes. They were, the, they were Italian, but they fit into the white community. They lived in a white neighborhood. They right. were white. My Mexican relatives saw me as a little Jew. Right. And the Jews saw me as just not them. Right. So I didn't have a home. So why, I see you as my nigga. So. so why do I have to pick, though, a side when I can look at it and go, you're fucked up for this reason, you're fucked up for this reason, right. you're fucked and I agree with you, I agree with you, and I agree with you, but I don't have to take sides with you. I can stand there and look at it from a rational point of view and understand what my feelings are and how I see it. Right. I don't have to take a side. I, I know everybody wants me to take a side, and I would like to take the side of humanity and what is the right side, but when I say that, everybody looks at me and says that that's fucking ridiculous. 
but it's the way that I would like to look at life. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna. I got it right here. Oh, you got it. Let me see it. <clears throat> just look. Right. Okay. Okay. Just look to you right about right there when after he finishes jumping over these. Uh, Wait, wait, jump over. Yeah. Right there. Oh! Did wait. you see it? Scroll it back a little bit. <laughs> it is so good when you see it. Wait, 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 hold on. It's right. Okay. He has to jump <laughs> I never noticed it before. Uh, oh. uh, let, let, let's see what what that said. And if you guys watch this, uh, you can find this on YouTube. It's one of the. Uh, it's it, is that Rocky two? Rocky two. Rocky two at four. It's in, God. It's YouTube. <laughs> okay, it's at youtube.com slash watch question mark v equals a b. Lowercase g, those ABs were uh, uppercase, lowercase g, uh, 0C, underscore, capital E, 7. Uh, zero, zero, 001? No, that's not, those aren't zeros, though. Those are, that's an O. Capital O, capital O, uh, oh, right. 1. Uh, and at 446, you will see a treat, a little delight. Yeah. It looks actually like... <laughs> You know, if I can re-record this, if I can, right. I, I would do like one of those bicycle accidents where you right. see the one bicyclist go down, right? And then and everybody, just, everybody else goes, goes down because yeah. that's what it looks like. That's it's, hilarious. It's cut so fast. <laughs> oh, that poor little white child. Um, well, on on our website, if you go to Spearsburg dot com, I know you have your place that you listen to it, but if you go to our Spearsburg dot com, I'll have Steve put that up on the, the link so that you guys can find that. Okay, uh, well, I already addressed this one. This is from Wade Martin. Yeah, if you listen to the podcast before this one, he asked me my thoughts about the WNBA coming to 2K. We touched that one. <clears throat> um, big fan from Armando Perez. Aries, I love the podcast. First time hitting you up. Big fan of your stand-up. You're one of the most underrated stand-ups today. I just want to tell you that I listen to your podcast as I drive around L.A. delivering packages for FedEx. Really dig the way you speak your mind and keep it real, especially when you give us, the listeners, a drive to keep pushing for what we truly want to do in our lives, like when you offered to come on that dude's podcast to help him out. Also, dig how Andy isn't afraid to give his standpoint on certain topics. Nigga, you not pedantic. <laughs> He's a pretty cool dude. It would be a boring pod if he was just your yes man. See? You ain't pedantic. I'm going to say pedantic all day. Overall, just wanted to really say thanks for the really funny and interesting podcast. It truly makes my day fly by. Hoping to catch you live soon. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. Armando. Armando. I hit him up and uh, I gave him tickets to Ontario. Oh, cool. So he's, he's bringing some guests. So I give back to the people. Shit, I care about you motherfuckers. Now that you said that, you're going to get requests. <laughs> no, I don't mind that shit. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, there's potential merch buyers. Yeah. See, I'm thinking like a Jew. What is this, Velvet? Um, <laughs> subject, uh, who is this from? Um, Rashad Simmons. Aries, I generally email Andy my critiques of the show. This don't ring a bell? Yeah, no, I know. Oh, which lately I have, I, I have been none. 
Y'all missed y'all calling. You did two movies way better than those Siskel and Ebert niggas. Wow. By the way, what do you think about the Revenge of the Nerd series? Anyway, we get it, nigga. You're an Obama apologist. Oh, God. See, that's why I didn't say anything. That's why he sends these to me. This nigga gonna make me... Okay. Um, everything you lay credit is based on emotion or feelings. No substance, no receipts. The fact remains he did not do anything of significance or pass one policy or even propose one piece of legislation. Just for us. Facts not debatable. That's your man's. Cool, feel whatever, but saying people are wrong for living in facts, not fucking feelings, is bullshit. Or saying niggas need to get off, get off that shit when you can represent any evidence to the contrary. Laugh out loud, you blocked me from Twitter. Now I know why, nigga, uh, for these same views. But I won't suffer the same way fate from your email. Either way, I rock with you, nigga. I was 14 and remember watching you hit the stage on Def Comedy Jam the night you shit shit premiered. I couldn't believe a dude my brother's age was that damn funny and still is. You're definitely in my top five comics ever dead or alive. Okay, here we go. Uh, and this is specifically to you. Um, when your kind says what has Barack done for us, um, let me start with this. First of all, to the white people listening, you know how much I give you guys shit and rightly so because you deserve it. But you also know I love you, and I've said this time and time again. One thing that black people know about white people is this. We know not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. That being said, when I say they, meaning the mayonnaise people, I'm not talking to all of y'all, but I am talking to a lot of y'all. I know from a ground level, when I say a ground level, boots to soil, white people have played a major part in our struggle. You've marched with us. You've bled with us. You fought with us. You've gotten arrested with us. Some of y'all have died with us. Um, and during slavery, you rescued niggas. You hid niggas. You, 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 a lot, not all white people believed in slavery. From a ground level, you guys have been the shit. From a political and systematic standpoint, white people, you guys have always put rules in place to protect one another. We are the only race of people, black people, who throw each other under the bus. We are the only race of people who, when one of us rises to power, we want to slit throats. If white people can stick together, be it right or wrong, and I'm not saying that, you know, you should stick together as a people when you're committing wrong, because wrong is wrong. But what I'm saying is, why do we have to throw each other under the fucking bus? Um, It's the reason why cops kill niggas and get away with it. Systematically, things have been put in place. So when you say what has Barack done for us, let's start with the fact that he was president of the United States. Let's just go there first. The moment you saw him get sworn in and Michelle Obama was by his side, the landscape had changed. We were we were we were now etched into history books. Um, And I say again, he's allowed you as a black man to look your son in the face and go, you can not only be a rapper or an athlete, the stereotypical shit that they expect you to be. But you can be the most powerful man in the most powerful position and the most powerful nation in the world. He allowed black women to look at their daughters and go, this opens the door for the possibility for you to be president. But at least you're now you are the first lady. 
I equate Barack Obama to being the Jackie Robinson of presidents. Did Jackie Robinson fix all of baseball's racial issues by himself? No, it would take more than him. It would take Hank Aaron. It would take Willie Mays. But he was the first. To be the first anything is a huge weight to carry. Given the history of this country, to be the first black president is a burden. And it wasn't like Barack had a reference point. It wasn't like he could call the 18th black president or the 28th black president and go, give me the skinny on this. What am I in for? He was the first, which means he had to take the brunt of all the abuse, the disrespect, the fucking verbal insults, the fucking uh, Trump telling him he's suggesting he's not from this country. Others suggesting he's a terrorist. The posters of him with African garb and plate lips and bones through his nose. He took all of that. Okay. And I think, was he the best president we ever had? I don't know. But he was pretty damn good. He was, he was voted one of the most popular. A lot of people liked him. And given what we have now, even more so. Um, he carried the mantle, chest up, chin out, pride, eloquence, dignity. And he did a pretty damn good job. There are sites you can go to that shows what he did. He did a pretty damn good job. And on top of that, the man was a Harvard scholar, which meant that he was literally one of the smartest presidents we ever had. How is a black man in America? Do you not see the potency of that message? How is a black man in America? Do you not understand the importance of that? So that you could look your son in the face and go, look at him. Look what he did. He did a good job. He made us proud because you can bet your black ass that if he was the opposite of that, if he was the black version of Donald Trump, them motherfuckers on the right and some of they, the mayonnaise people, would be looking at their sons going, look at them. What I tell you? Told you. Look how they do. Um, what did Obama do for us? He did everything for the gays and the transgenders. Well, let's stop there. Transgenders and gays ain't niggas. Black people have never had our resume put to the top of the pile. We've always had ours at the bottom. And if you don't know, the right did everything in their power to deny him every piece of legislation he tried to pass. Mitch McCullen personally said, I will never let anything through that Obama does. You think that's a coincidence? Tell me, black people, we are not that fucking naive. Black people have gone on to dominate and take over every major American sport in this country. You think they want that on the history books? That Barack, we coming. Do you think that they want Barack Obama, who had a chance to go down as one of the greatest, influential, popular, and beloved presidents, you think they want that on paper? Come on, nigga. Don't be that fucking naive. So... Let's talk about what Barack Obama's biggest controversy was in his eight-year tenure as presidency. You ready? A tan suit. Oh, my God. Remember that? That was the big controversy. This just in. It's breaking news. President Obama wears a brightly colored, loud, aggressive tan suit. Tan suit. Not a tan suit. Everybody on the right, everybody, the right-wing media attacked him. Fox News, Bill O'Reilly, 
uh, forget what the Glenn, Glenn, Glenn with something. They all fucked with him. They fucked with him about that tan suit so much. You'd have thought that nigga was a member of the Kings of Comedy. Beck. Glenn Beck. This is, this is, this is an outrage. This is a disrespect to the presidency. It's an embarrassment. See, I don't even remember that, by the way, but go ahead. The tan suit? Yeah, oh. I remember, but I didn't remember being that big of a... It was a big fucking deal. They used those words. Embarrassment. Disrespect. Meanwhile, we have President Biff from Back to the Future who talks about grabbing women by the pussy and who makes jokes about their menstrual cycles. Can we have a moment of honesty? If Barack Obama talked about grabbing women by the pussy, particularly white women and women's menstrual cycles, they would have hung that nigga from the White House lawn. He would have been hanging there for so long. Come December, he would have been a Christmas ornament. Motherfucking visitors would have came to the White House and went, honey, take a picture. Stand near the tree. No, in between the candy canes and the nigga ornament. Say government cheese. Are you fucking serious, nigga? Yeah, I'm not throwing Barack under the bus. What did he do for us? The fuck did you want him to do? He wasn't the president of black people. He was the president of all people. And had he just tried to be a president for black people, again, they would have hung that nigga out with, you see? Get a black president? Look, look, you see? He had to be strategic. What more did you want that nigga to do? Pay your fucking rent? Nah, nigga. He did a damn good job. Look up his accomplishments. He did a damn good job. I'm not throwing the first black president under the bus. I'm sticking this one out. For decades, for decades, white people have let white people go on in courtrooms for killing niggas. Emmett Till's murderers got off. The cops... The, 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 the niggas from the Central Park Five went to jail on some trumped up shit. The, the, the judicial system has always protected their own. I'm protecting my own. Fuck that. I'm protecting my own. Fuck out of here, nigga. Um, I can tell you what he did for black people. Yes. Uh, and he, I invented the new Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, and, and you can take every accomplishment that he was looking for out, uh, what he did is he didn't fail. Exactly. And by not failing, he opened up the door again for the next black president. Don't you understand the, the, the history of this country? He's not my favorite president, by the I, way. He doesn't have to be. I'm just saying that. I got I'm, you. I'm not trying to. I got you. Yeah. Um, I didn't want anybody to think that I'm just trying to. No, no, no. no. I hear yeah. you. Don't be pedantic. <laughs> um, with us, it's look at them. We've always been under a microscope. Sometimes we've been under the shooter's scope. You see, they can't wait to do that. So the fact that he did not fail makes them, it stops them from going, ah, shit. You see, you get a nigga president and look what happens. They can't say that. That's a win, Negro. I'm not throwing him under the bus. I'm standing by him. The same way them white folks stood by the two niggas that kid, uh, killed Emmett Till. The same way they stood by the motherfuckers who, who slaughtered all our fucking boys and men. The same way they stand behind these cops when they slay us in the streets. I'm standing behind, behind mine. Sorry, but not sorry, nigga. And I will not be pedanted on that.
Um, oh, another one from Jose Gutierrez. Just listen to the episode 105, and you are completely right about the opposite sex relationships. It's one thing when you're dating but not married, but once you're married, hanging out with that other female or male needs to stop. My nigga, my hombre, uh, homie. Would you? George Bush comes bad by bad hombres, bad hombres. That's well, I was looking for a Spanish word for like a Spanish for my nigga instead of my nigga because he ain't a nigga. My goya beans uh, or adobo. Uh, I, learned, I learned a long time ago <clears throat> that men and women can't be intimate friends. At some point, something typically happens or one of the individuals is going to fall for the other one. I lived through it several times. I was the, in quotation mark, friends, and I would be boning them or getting head. And even the times that nothing sexual happened, they would say very flirtatious and sexy stuff. Fellas, if your girl tells you her friend's name is Jose Gutierrez, (laughs) uh, tell that bitch no. Uh, Once I married, all that crap stopped, and it's always good with my wife and I. Much love from Chicago, and shout out all the social workers. Oh, shout out to all the social workers out there. Yeah, brother, I agree with you, man. I, like I said, that's a dangerous line you tiptoeing. Um, anything you do, your your woman could do with her male friend, she can do with you. There's no reason them motherfuckers should ever be sitting opposite sides of a table. There's no reason to ever be in the dark watching a movie. There's no reason for it. There's no reason to do anything with alcohol involved. Nah, player. You don't. You don't think a group of people though can go to a happy hour? Group, group, not one on one. No, no. Group. Yeah. And by group, I mean her, ten women, and one dude. <laughs> it's got to be a fish fest. Yeah. I'm not denying. I I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I just think that they can do things after work like a happy hour, but not like you said. It needs to be a group. Right. It's not one on one's a date. Right. Um, Henry, how you say this? I think this is some Jewish shit. E N O C H. I have to say it. I just spelled it for I you. I can't do it with like that. E N O C H. Henry Unch. I don't know. You did all that to get up and say Unch. you don't know. I don't even know if you pronounce. Go ahead. Oh, Please. Subject: Never exclude race, Andy. Oh, can you sit down? Wait, okay, just I was just reading over your me like my goddamn balls. Um, what's up, Aries? I have listened to you guys' podcast. From the very first one, Andy has a, I would, I would say, above average view on things when it comes to race. But just like other white men, the things they say have to be closely viewed. Andy has repeatedly said, let's take race out of it. Please tell him to stop saying that because in every situation as a black man, there is no taking race out of it ever. Which is exactly why I said to this nigga about the Obama shit. Race is always a factor for them. Some of they, the Mayo people. So don't ever forget that. Um, P.S. Aries, check out this song and let me know what you think. If you like it, you can follow me on Instagram. Andrew? Uh, When I say let's take race out of it, first of all, race is always going to be part of it. Yes. But when I say take race out of it, I don't mean take race out of it and then never put it back in. View it, take the race out of it, and now put the race back into it and see if it still says the same thing to you. Mm, I like that. I like that. That's all I mean by that. I don't mean a racial situation is always going to be there. It's always there. 
Right. And not just and, and the other thing that I want to say, it's not just this country either. I hate that. that when we I hear it like America is this America it's it's worldwide. Right. So whatever that is. But yeah, you gotta view it with and without. That's the way you get the right picture with it. I, I, I listen, I'm I'm not gonna change anybody's mind. Yeah, Go no, on. Listen, man, don't 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 be pedantic, nigga. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Um, who's this from? Sergio Sosa. God, we haven't talked to you in a long time. And by by the way, Sergio, somebody said to me on Instagram, we should have you on as a guest and Leroy Furious. Leroy, let me tell you something, nigga. If I ever do a movie where I get to play a cool cop, I am stealing your name. I am going to tell the producers. I don't give a fuck what you name this character. His name needs to be Leroy Furious. Um, can't you just see Sam Jackson playing that? Leroy Furious, motherfucker. Um, God, that's a cool name. You just, you just sound like you got a big dick. You got to have a big dick, nigga, with Leroy Furious. Leroy, that's old school. That's, that's, that's 70s black. That's... That's greasy and shiny and wet in the wintertime. That's, that's nigga, that's Afro Sheen and Murray's and, 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 and the black pick with the fist in it. That's, that's smacking the shit out your bitch with a pinky nail that's long. That's, nigga, Leroy Furious. That, nigga, that is everything black. Your socks, your drawers, you know, Old school, nigga. That's a cool motherfucking name, man. God damn. That's just before you count your big wad of money, you lick your thumb as you peel them bills off. <laughs> How much you need, baby? Leroy Furious. I am fucking using that. I don't give a fuck. Sue me, nigga. Leroy Furious don't sue nobody. He just shows up at your house, fucks your woman, eats your last piece of chicken, and beats your ass. Why you do this to me, brother? Who are you? I'm Leroy Furious. <laughs> All right. Um, Sergio Sosa. There's no lying in you, Tony. Um, congrats on you guys reaching the 100 plus podcast. However, what's with the lack of sponsorship? Brother, we are, I'm telling you, man, this is grassroot. We are coming from the bottom, dog. Also... You know, I've been an avid listener. Yes, you have, sir, and we love you for it. And listened to all 104 podcasts and have listened to you, Aries, showcase your comedy chops. But Andy, uh-oh, has been the same since episode one. Eh, that's not entirely true. Damn, it's time to make a move towards showcasing your comedic talents instead of little barbs here and there. I'm still riding with you two. Peace. I have nothing to say to that. What does he want me to say to it? You say something, nigga. Don't be on your phone. That's what he's talking about. Say something. There's nothing to say. This is, listen, I love the podcast because I get to be who I am. This is who I fucking am. I don't tell jokes 300 all, all day let me, long. Let me define it. Let me define it. And tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to put it in basketball terms. Andy's not Kobe Bryant. He's not Jordan. He's not going to create his own shot. He's not going to cross you over. It's not going to be really a lot of spectacular moves. But what he can do is spot the fuck up. So when I break down the defense and kick out, he is Steve Kerr. 
He's going to knock that jumper down. I know the fucking game. There you go. And I'll be where I'm supposed to be. But this isn't this isn't a competition either. I'm not trying to be the funniest person on the block right now. I'm having a good time. I get to do a podcast with someone that I like, and we get to talk about shit that no one's going to talk about. Uh-huh. And it's fun for me. But I don't, I'm not trying to be... Uh, this is, this is, if you hung out with me at dinner, this is who I am. Look, some podcasts, he's going to let his dick hang. Other times, he's going to keep it locked away. He's very pedantic. Um, love you, Sosa. This is from Stephen Jashid Lark. Oh, this has Negro all over it. <laughs> Mongrel! <laughs> I just love that clip. <laughs> Good day, Mr. Spears. My name is Steven Jaseed. Oh, shit. I think I just met... Nigga, what are you staring at on your fucking phone? I wanted to look up another email. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's... Come on, man. Um, I need your focus, because uh, that, if that's distracting you, you might not be able to process some of the shit you're hearing and come up with a joke on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Kerr. Get ready. Um, Steven. Did you ever see Kurt try to drive down the lane, though? Yeah, it's comical. <laughs> but remember, he hit the game-winning shot yeah. against Utah. I understand that. But have you ever seen when he, used to, when he would go into the lane, it was? I'm sure it was. Um, Steven just need. I think I just met Leroy Furious's partner. <laughs> hey, Furious, get in here. <laughs> hey, what's happening, Chief? I got a new partner. You know I only work by myself. No more of that. Now here comes the cliche movie chief shit. I get him calls from the mayor, from the governor. You're doing too much damage. You're destroying the city. Now you either take this partner or I'll have to take your badge and your gun. I don't use a gun. Well, how do you kill people? Zip. <gasps> Leroy Furious. <laughs> Who's my partner? I want you to meet Stefan Jaseed. Hey, Leroy. What's happening, nigga? <laughs> All right. Um, my name is Stephen Jasneed, and I did a podcast interview with you in Chesterfield, Michigan, in your hotel room with Andy talking about my book. Oh, you remember this? Yeah, yeah. And then the fucking thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, tell the world understanding uh, about my book, Tell the World Understanding Oneself, which is doing very well, and now I'm doing video podcast and was reaching out to ask to you asking if I could interview you and Andy if possible my studio is in Eline Illinois I'm very aware of reaching out to you asking oh shit I'm sorry I'm very aware of your schedule so if you're ever in Illinois it would be a pleasure to have you and Andy as a guest on my show this is just a vision that I've been having that interview changed my life Thank you again for that. I hope this email reaches you. Thank you again and continue your success in everything that you put your mind towards. Well, Stefan, um, you owe niggas money. So uh, some of them royalties. You can cut checks <laughs> to me and Andy. Uh, no, uh, listen, man, if we're ever in Chicago, uh, look me up. You can see my schedule at airyspears.com. We just was in Schaumburg not too long ago, so it's probably going to be a minute. Plus, I don't know how... Sh- how far Schomburg is from Eline. Um, but if there's any kind of distance, uh, again, with the success of the book, you got to send a car for me. 
<laughs> not Ubering, nigga. Uh, love you, kid. Keep doing your thing. Stephen, Stephen, Josh, Josh, Jasid. And the book, again, y'all, is called Tell the World, Understanding Oneself. Show the brother some support. Congratulations, man. I'm yes, glad man. you're doing well. Um, <clears throat> this is from a, from a, from a um, long-time listener as well. I can never say this nigga's last name. Les Vertilis? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. it? Yeah. Hey, Aries. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I've been catching up on lots of episodes. You guys have been on fire with the content. The Rocky episodes have been fantastic. Fight that nigga hard. That's one of my favorite <laughs> joints. Come on. Don't just lay down for this spook. If you really want to blow this thing for this cunt, I'll blow it with you. Um, the, uh, the, did you guys discuss the Beverly Hills Cop movies from the 80s? Of course, dog. Of course. You can't discuss 80s and not. We didn't get that deep into it, though. I mean, not deep into it, but we but yeah. got, you know, Victor Maitland. Come get your mad ass in this pool with me. Or discuss the Trading Places movies. That one I probably would have liked to have discussed more. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and if we eventually, and we're really seriously talking about it, getting around to doing a Just Movies podcast, that would definitely be on the, the top of the list. I'm listening to the Florida episode. You're going to like that one, dog. Um, that was good. That's fun. That was some great moments in that. Um, yeah, it was very healing, too, because it got a lot of chance to got, get a lot of shit off my chest. Um this is from Tracy Phillips. I don't know if this is a woman or a dude, though. Uh, what it is, Aries. This is from a dude. No, no, Wait, well, read it as a dude, and then read it as again no, as no, a woman. Just, no, he said what it is. Oh, okay. Niggas, yeah, come on. Okay. Only motherfuckers that say what it is. Leroy Furious. What it is. Um, just sending a shot. I just got caught up with the podcast. I had a heart transplant on 8-15-2019, so I had a reason to miss a few episodes. Good God. But like I said, I'm all caught up now. <clears throat> you and Andy are doing good work, bro. Well, my man, Tracy, thank you. I hope you make a full recovery. Uh, heart transplant. God damn. Okay. I bet you some woman did that to you. Some hula. Uh, but yeah, stay, stay, stay good, brother. Yeah. Now, this last one is from our one consistent female fan. And she means as much to us as Sosa. Uh, because she's been here from day one. Shamor Emery. My Sherry more sweeter than a summer day. Sherry more Sherry, what's up, baby? Um, hey, guys, it's your number one female fan. We know that, mama. This email will be quite long, so please feel free to edit as needed. Uh... As you know, I'm a loyal listener and have heard every episode. The main reason I'm such a fan is because you two come across as authentic. It seems like two friends are having a conversation and the mics just happen to be on. Uh, plus, I love the fact that Andy is pendetic. Uh, <laughs> Side note, you've ruined other podcasts for me. I quit listening to them because I can hear the forced banter and tell they're putting on a show. See, sweetie, that's what happens when your vagina intercepts massive black man dingo love. <laughs> you cannot go back to regular Vienna sausages when you have had the Leroy Furious of Nutsack. Um, 
I'm emailing you because I would be interested to hear your take on a woman and see the difference of opinion between a black man and a white woman. Question number one. I have a friend who spent over 17000 to get the perfect body. She's had a tummy tuck, breast implants, fat injected in her hips, and butt and full body sculpt. I hope uh, I don't come across as conceited when I say this. I'm 20 pounds overweight. Girl, you got my body moving. Um, I love a little meat on a bitch. Um, compliments when I'm with her. I'm kind of surprised by that, so I asked my cousin about it. He said, most men will take my real body with extra pounds over her fake body. She looks like all the other generic Instagram models, and, I, and you can tell it's fake, so it's not as appealing. My question is, do white men feel the same way, or is this just a black man thing? Absolutely not. There are white men and black men and men of all flavors who appreciate a natural good body. Now, when we say natural, we mean natural but within reason. You can't be built like Grimace, uh, you know. And then, you know, that's a, that's an app, that's a, what, what you call a fetish. Some niggas like a bitch that look like a thousand pound bag of potatoes. Um, but not I. Uh, but I don't need, I don't need model-esque. I like a little bit of, uh, I, I, like, I like meat on a woman. I like natural on a woman. Um, yeah, I, I was trying to think of a, Nas has a great song where he says in his lyrics something about preferring natural women over models. And look, there are some dudes who like all that fake shit. There are some dudes who, 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 who you know, see it as some sort of a trophy. There's a, there's a porn star by the name of Brandy Bay. If you check out her Instagram, everything on this bitch is bought. And I mean, it looks terrible. Like her breasts are fake. Her lips are clearly injected. Her hair is fake. She's got a tan... Uh, and her butt implants are so horrific. Like when she walks, it literally looks like from the side profile, you're watching two letter P's move in stride. I mean, it is disgusting. And then she does the thing where, you know, black women, would, women would ask, but primarily black women. Y'all know how y'all do. Y'all can twerk and pop that motherfucker and shake it. And the wobble looks wonderful. This bitch is wobbling her ass and you literally can see the implants shaking within her butt. It looks horrific. I'll still fuck, but it looks horrific. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't like when women look like they've been... Yeah, yeah. Not, listen, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of enhancement as long as it doesn't look like you literally came out of a factory. factory. That's what I was going to say. Right. That you didn't look like you were... But fake boobs, they got those pretty good. Now. Yeah, they got those. They've mastered those a little bit unless you just like the porn chicks who freakishly Go have... Off. 82 H's. But ass implants, those don't look good at no, all. No, no. Um, and, and, and like this this chick, yo, the injections in her lips, I mean, it literally looks like duck lips. Like where they just stick it out. And, and it's like, sweetie, your lips don't fit your culture. No, you the lips should fit the culture. Do you know what, when you have full lips and then you have those like wrinkles in the lips, uh -huh. that's when the lips look sexy. Like Angelina Jolie? Does she have the, like the wrinkles? I think she does. I don't like it when they get those lips injections and then it's like a smooth, it, it doesn't look right anymore. Yeah, it looks terrible. It looks disgusting. Because you know that it's... Yes. Yeah. And they yeah. can't even feel anything there. Yeah, it's, I, you know, and, and why would you do that to yourself? Because when you turn old, 
You just look like a fucking freak of nature. Because they keep getting it done, and that old, they keep pulling that They're fighting back. against nature. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no, sweetie. And, I, and, I, and I, don't, I don't think that's a racial thing at all. I think, you know, you talk about pedantic. That works that way. That word fits that situation perfectly. Because there are men who like that shit. There are men who don't. So, and both races either like it or don't. So there's that. I just keep dating a younger girl. <laughs> oh, I wish I could get that line right. I just stay here in high school, and the girls keep just stay the same. Age. I, I keep getting older, and the, and the girls, girls just stay the same. same. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, um, you've already briefly touched on this several times. You two have different opinions on beauty when it comes to white women. I think there are some that are universally considered beautiful, and those who only white men find pretty. Of course, think of all of them in their prime before age, drugs, weight gain, nuttiness, or anything else that may have kicked in. I personally think Linda Carter was one of the most beautiful women in the 80s. I concur. But don't know if your listeners are old enough to have seen her on TV during Wonder that time. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. So I kept the list to more recent women. List of women I, I think you disagree on. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, she's the... Uh... She's she was the, Thor's woman in Thor. Yeah, and she's in uh, Star Wars, right? Yes. Yeah. Very cute face. Yeah, cute face. Cute face. Uh, Her eyebrows are really straight, though. Right. Uh, I'd have to be a white guy to appreciate that. I, I, I give her... She's, she's, she is attractive, but in the middle. Yes. Um, Alicia Silverstone. Not, I didn't, I've never figured that out. From Clueless, I'd give it a banging. She was cute in Clueless. But she seems to me like she would walk on the asphalt with no shoes. She had those really little thin, those little lips. Yeah, that's... Uh... She was cute, but have you seen... And again, there was something a little bit sexy, sexy to about me, her. to her, but, about her in, you know... But, and I know she said you got to go look at her from her prime, but she looks so odd now. Yeah, well, you know, white folks, y'all, y'all age like uh, bad onions, nigga. Y'all, y'all don't hold it together well. You seem butter when it's left out, and it just kind of takes it. It, it, it looks the same. It looks right. it stay. The shape kind of stays the same, but it just right. looks odd. Right. Okay. I got you. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, got to be a white guy. Yeah, you. Her person, and, and and this is something that. Uh, I know that's not included in this. Her personality, from articles that I read and just mm-hmm. interviews, it, it, it took me out of that. Right. There was what when she's in the movie with Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. she's cute mm-hmm. at best, at best. Right. Um, what was that movie, by the way? I'm sorry. Uh, the movie where she gets her head cut off. Oh, Seven. Okay, yeah, that yeah. one she was cute in. That that's. But I didn't find her to be the whatever everybody was saying. Right. Um, why are you on your phone? Why do you keep looking at your phone? Oh, trust I me. I need nigga. you on this. Hey, nigga, I'm Jordan. I can create my own shot. <laughs> Back up, Kerr. Um, Uma Thurman. No, I didn't get that either. Uh, I love her in Kill Bill. Right. Uh, but I saw a picture of her on the beach once. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was the only picture I needed to see of her on the beach. Okay. And just so you know, the reason why I was looking at my phone is because a white girl that's not on this list that I thought was in this movie, but she, it wasn't her. 
I wonder if you can remember this. I know you won't be able to. She was in that dance movie with the black dude. The dance movie with the black dude. <laughs> that's right. That's, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was in Born Identity. She was in one of the Jason Bourne movies. She's not that cute, but she's got a sexiness in her meanness. I, I thought most of the- God, I, it, it was, I think it was the very last Bourne movie. Or the one before oh. the last one. You know the white chick I'm talking about? The one who... She looked like she got rest in bitch face. The one where she had to shoot the... She shot, ended up shooting a... Damn. Where she's going to bring Bourne in at the very end, and then he gives her the tape back of her I think it. so. Yeah, she's all right. She, she was in that dance movie with the black dude, Sean Patrick. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. It's going to kill me. Um, here's one that's not on the list. Julia Stiles. Dude, okay, I'm going to say this about her. There's something sexy about yes. her. Yes. But she's not attractive. No. <laughs> I like how you can curd on those really quick. Yes. No, but there's something. Her lips are uh, sexy. Her lips are sexy, and she's always looking like she's mad. Intense. There's an intensity. Intensity. There's something sexy about that to me. I told you, man, I get turned on by a little bit of danger with a woman like like you know just something especially a black woman because black women know how to like one of my favorite scenes i said i don't know if i said this on the podcast and um boomerang when eddie murphy came in late because he was out fucking around with angela robin Givens, uh and he and he goes back and the next morning Halle berry's mad at him because he snuck back in late and he snuck into bed and he tells her by the refrigerator, I love you. And she goes, I'm sick and tired of men using love as some sort of weapon that they just wield. If you love me, love. And she takes up two fingers and she mushes his forehead back. Love should have brought your ass home last night. Oh, that makes my dick move, nigga. I'm not talking violence, violence. Like, don't. Boy, your fist up and punch me in the snot box. But mush my head a little bit. Niggle. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Sandra Bullock. I will give Sandra the business. Yes. She's got vote from all black men. That bitch. <laughs> Sandra Bullock is dope. She's no ass. Man, fuck that. Her face and her leg game is serious. She's cute. Word? No, I would give Sandra Bullock the business, nigga. Are these the ones we don't agree on? Yes, disagree on. Okay, disagree on. So which ones do we disagree on so far? Sandra Bullock. (laughs) Damn, they're all of them. No, I didn't agree with... uh, No, you you disagreed on Natalie Portman. I didn't think she was... Alicia Silverstone. But you think she's... Oh, she's saying that both of us are going to... Say nah nah, to... Okay, okay. Yeah, we... Yeah. You've said no to all of them. Um, We're not done. We got three more. Jennifer Lawrence. See, I do find her attractive. I think overrated. I I didn't... I find her attractive. I didn't say that I think she's what everybody else says. Listen, all of them are slightly attractive. No, but she's she has she has an ass. Who? Jennifer Lawrence. She has body. Body ain't ass, nigga. Okay, she has body. She has uh she has great lips. She has a great face. 
Nigga, all of them, with the exception to me of Gwyneth Paltrow, have great face, cool face. Oh, and one I forgot to mention. So Jennifer Lawrence is, is a yes for you? I, I'd say it's All right, a no yes. No for me. Uma Thurman. Yeah, no, you said Uma Thurman. I, I did? No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, you did. No way I didn't. I said Kill Bill. I even said Kill Bill. Okay, she, she was, I must have been caught in a You were probably flash. looking at your phone right there. Ah, I'm going to quote Patrice. About Uma Jordan Thurman. throws the ball to Kerr. Oh, it's over his head. Bad pass. That happens, nigga. <laughs> Win the game, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I'm a quote Patrice. The, the sexiest ugly bitch he'd ever seen. She's very sexy. Yes. But she, and sexy is different from cute. Right. But her, she doesn't have the look. She was, I told you she had that beach. She was on the beach. She's very long. and, and long. And, and, yeah. yeah. Not... The real question is, how do we feel about you hoes out, out of that makeup? Because that's what tells the truth. Yeah. Um, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I do find her attractive. I don't want to. Because is, is she brunette? You got to think for brunettes, I think. I, have, I, I don't know. It's that she's, I just, she, has, she has big titties. <laughs> Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Nigga, what is wrong with your she vision? She has big titties. You said a second ago... Jennifer Lawrence got ass. She has a and body. Anne Hathaway she has, a, has titties. She does. What are you? Look at her on the screen. She does. What? Yeah. Nigga, do you know what titties are? Yeah. What? What? I wish I could think of this. I didn't say huge. Name, I, she looks good. Her body's proportion. She looks good. She. <laughs> she has big eye, giant eyes. I want to see if what I think is true is true. I think it's a black a black actress. <laughs> You know, titties is Lisa Nicole Carson. Lisa Nicole Carson. The black chick. She was hot. Like in the 90s, she did a lot of movies. And then, you know, she just fell off for a little bit. Um, Come on, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. She was in life. Those are giant titties. What? Those are giant titties. Every black man, right? She was in life with Eddie Murphy. She was the one that... um, Look at those right there. Scammed Martin Lawrence out of his money. When they went to the to the black hangout joint, and she was also in. She's super cute though. Yeah, and she was also in. Uh, she at one point you saw her in a lot of stuff. Those are big titties, son. Those are great titties. I didn't say they were great. They're just big titties. Those are big titties. Those are, there's extra there's extra like sound big titties. Yeah, nigga, I, I what, said you want, Nicole, what you want? She had big titties boobs. to whisper. She had big boobs. That's just, they're not like. I want my titties to make an announcement when it comes towards me. All right. I'm here. What you want? Whispers? Psst, psst. Come, come get me. Let me. <laughs> the fuck out of here, man. Every nigga right now that knows who Lisa Nicole Carson is, is going, yeah, nigga. And Hathaway. I just said they were good. Okay. I didn't mean they were giant. Those are giant. You don't think those That's are big? That's not giant. What's giant? Nigga, I can show you giant. <laughs> those are extra large. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Those are extra large. List of women I think you agree on. Okay. Here we go. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. The first one she has on the list, not. She could put her in the. Well, let me hold up. Margot Robbie. I I think she's hot. Again, sexy. Sexy. Uh, uh, Something about her face suggests, you know, like when she played uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. 
in Suicide Squad. Yeah. That that meanness, that sneakiness. But nigga, when she put them clothes on, those little and, short shorts, little shorts, and of course they did the camera cut that they always do to white women's asses, like they got ass. Yeah. Nigga, what was there? No, they had a, that's why the shorts were cut so high to make it look like there was more ass. And it still didn't look like none was in. Uh, but when she's in that scene in uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, where he's he's the stockbroker. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. She's sexy. Sexy as fuck. Yeah. Not much of a body body. But when you get that sexy, it over it overrides some shit. I need some uh what do they call that shit when you buy a car with all the bells and whistles? Some uh not not a regular, like that's not standard. What do you call it when you get the a options? Car? You gotta get the I options. Need some options. I need some extra shit with the car. All right. Um Cindy Crawford. I think she's what a face. Yeah, especially uh, we're going prime time now, too. Yeah. But she what still looks good even now. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. past the face, what is there? For Again, for a white woman, right. she, has, she has some body. For a white, and a model at that time. That of, don't mean shit to me. The, models at that time didn't have any body. Eh, I know, but that don't, that model That's shit. the same time as the Uma Thurman time. Yeah. That yeah. models look like Uma Thurman, I'll tell you not this, like Cindy Crawford. I, I would never fuck with a model. Black, white, I don't give a fuck. Like that anorexic look, I like a bitch with meat, nigga. Meat. <laughs> nigga, I like a bitch that nigga look like it. when we in the bed. It's a, it's a, it'll be a tussle. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm going to be short of breath if I wrestle with you. I liked when you said like two football players lining up. Yeah, with the three-finger stance, nigga. 42, Omaha, Omaha. Nigga, come on. Cherise, Charlize Theron. Face. I know that's a lot of fantasy for a white guy. No, that's a face, though. That's a face, but that's where the buck stops. Uh, uh, and, and, and as a model, she does uh, Chanel commercials, and okay. she's sexy as fuck when she's walking. Right. Like her model walk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's it, you know. It's a face. Okay. Um, Cameron Diaz, so not for me. That's so not When for I read me. that list, I actually laughed because she is one of my least. God, I feel very bad. Not you ain't going with your Mexican side. You know the bitch is Hispanic. She is not attractive to You're me. Being pandemic at all. Mm. Pandemic, pandemic. She what looked was? good. It, it, she in the mask, the first that the mask one with the. Right. That was the only time I was like, and then even in that movie, I was like, no, nah, there's this is something. So she not right. wasn't smoking. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Uh, Sharon Stone. Uh, in uh, she had that in that sexiness. There's a there's yeah. a there's a sexiness. and she has a little. It's not like a like, it's not like those extra large titties you're talking about. She has a little bit of body. No, she doesn't stop it. Nigga. Just a little bit. What are you looking at? I'm hope. hope. <laughs> now this one, I put it to you like this. On the last list, I said only one white woman I would give the business to, Sandra Bullock. On this list, there's only one white woman, and here she is. Scarlett Johansson. Unbelievable. Would give her the business. Like that. First, since, since I first saw her, she's always been hot. And just like that device to clap on, where you clap your hands and lights come on, I would rig my bedroom so the moment I orgasmed and I went, oh, you'd hear, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. You gotta play the Avengers theme when you bust. 
do when you said the clap on though, I used to fuck this girl, and uh-huh. uh, every time my cheeks would clap, the lights would come on. No, her her titties were really big, and she right. extra large, extra right. large. Nigga, I'm gonna write that down. That's funny in a scene. What? If you had a black bitch, and every time she made her ass clap, the lights kept going on. on and off. But her titties, when they, it would sound right. like someone clapping. And really? I always want, them titties, nigga. No, and I always wanted to get a clapper just so that when I was fucking right. her, the, I, the lights would just disco. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. That's a funny scene in a movie. Last lady on the list. And I'm going to tell you, this woman oozes sex appeal. Oozes. Ass as flat as a goddamn table. Gail Gadot. And unfortunately, she's gotten skinnier. Really? Yeah. Nigga, she is sexy as a motherfucker. Her face is gorgeous. Um, she's pretty. She's pretty. Right. Uh, but there's no, okay, but no black women on that list at all. Any, but there wasn't supposed to I be. I know, but is any black women that, okay, what's a black? Shamor, next time send us a list, please, of black women that you think will find sexy or not, because I would love to hear Andy's colonial opinions on that. <laughs> Uh, I have a black woman that I think's gone too far. White woman looking, not white woman looking. Black woman that's gone too. Has f- lost too much weight. Who? Kerry Washington. She's never had weight, but she's lost even more of it. I used to think anything she was, less than what she already was is anorexic. I thought I used to think she was so sexy. You don't think she is anymore? She's gotten really thin. Her eye, everything looks sunken in on her face. Really? Yeah, but her lips. I have to see a current picture. Are you sure? Yeah. Her lips was always sexy. So that's when I'm talking about those wrinkles. Right. And you have that's what makes the lips look. I'm not sure what you mean when you say wrinkles. There's like little lines, just little lines. Really? In the lips. Yeah. I'll pull. Mm. Um. Yeah, that would be an interesting list because I there's some black women I know I just can't remember their names. Um, she played Sunshine in Harlem Nights. Remember when the dude Richie said he was leaving his wife? To be with sunshine? Um, no, that that those wrinkles like that in the lips. That's what goes away when they get those injections. Mm, okay. But right. she has them. They they <clears throat> up here. They cross that way. Got you. But she's gotten way too thin. Is that a current picture? This isn't. I think this is even older. That look. Look how up here. Look how thin she looks there. Oh, son, that, she looks normal right there. She's, this is when she looked normal. That's when she looked the best. That, you, that's the same shit. It doesn't look that. Look at her eyes. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> look at take off them uh, 1726 glasses. <laughs> um, God, I wish I could remember her. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Uh-uh. She played Sunshine in Harlem Nights. Remember when the white cop fucked her and he called his wife and said, Honey, it's Richie. Yeah, put mommy on the phone. I ain't never coming home again. <laughs> You don't remember that? I remember, but I don't remember. I remember. I can remember her name. She's just bad bitch right there. Uh, that was a bad bitch right there. But we'll, 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 we 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 could do that later. Okay. Uh, thank you, my Sherry Amore. That was fun. Sweeter than a summer day. Da 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 da. Sheree, we love you, baby. Thank you, folks. Them been the emails. We love all of y'all. Sergio Sosa. Nigga, I haven't heard from you. Leroy Furious, let us know you still exist. If I find out you in jail or dead, you're going to kill all my black hopes, nigga. 
we, we depending on you. If anybody could get Trump out the White Office or the White House, it's Leroy Furious. Um, we should do Leroy Furious t-shirts. Yeah, I don't know what we make this nigga look like, but we'll think of something. Um, and yeah, to that nigga, whatever your name is about Obama, stop it. Stop it. It's important. We got to support each other. You know what I mean? CMB, we all we got. My brother's keeper. What you should have done was check for the pimples on the booty. You know, the, the question, though, to that dude who's about the Obama dude that you just mm-hmm. yelled um, Unlike some of the other presidents, what did Obama take away from you? Say again? What did Obama take away from you? What did he take away from us? Yeah. The joy that I had when he left the office. No, but, but I'm just saying he didn't take anything away. Right now we have people, presidents, to take things away from people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He yeah. didn't take anything away? Fuck this nigga talking about. <laughs> you treated me like I was spineless. If you was, if I was what? If I was what? Say it again. Pedantic. You know what movie I'm quoting right now? No, what was it? Oh, man. Fucking New Jack City, baby. Dude, you know I don't remember quotes. That's my big, that's one of the big, like, I have issues in my head. All right, y'all. $10, a lot of money.